0: Hey everybody, hoping are good. Um just to check in. It was a pretty pretty solid weekend. I guess the last time I was checking in, I uh was going I'm going to say under the knife, but believe me, it was nowhere near that dramatic. Um but it was equally very fucking painful. Um <clears throat> it actually really hurt the the most the, the most painful part was um they inject the eyelid about four times, so obviously, when you go to the dentist, they inject your gum. well, I'm getting my eyelid worked on, so they needed to inject my eyelid for anesthesia or whatever, and it's really fucking painful um and then just knowing that they're flipping your eyelid and fucking scraping away shit it's not nice um but that was Friday afternoon um and then I rested Friday night just you know traumatic experience and all that i'm saying that with a smile it was not that bad um and then yeah saturday easy run and i've really settled those saturdays down because i was getting a bit greedy when we would go to these single track trails and i was starting to push maybe just a bit too hard and then you've done a session friday pretty hard saturday around the single track trails and then it's not It's not like my Sunday long runs ever like easy, you know, some, some weeks it's easier than others, but anytime you're going to do 16 to 20 miles at altitude, there's, there's definitely a fatigue and effect to it. So, um, it's important for Saturday and then even today, Monday, just to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, today, Monday's usually run, gym, run again, but then I find that I'm like skipping strides. And like some weeks I would do hill sprints on a Monday um, and I'm sort of skipping them because like, I don't know, you're tired from gym or um, little things like that. Or like at the end of the day, if I've pushed in the gym and like lifted weights and broken muscles down, et cetera, et cetera, I don't really think it's a good idea to do fast strides or hills for that matter, that night. Um purpose of fast strides and hills pretty just a um, little bit of turnover and um, there's a there's like a neuromuscular power element where if you're struggling I've talked about this before if you're if you kind of find tempo pace comfortable but then when you do anything quicker you find it uncomfortable whether it's aerobically or physically or the turnover or the cadence whatever you want to call it Sometimes doing some strides or some like short hill sprints, et cetera, et cetera, can really help. Um, personally, I find when I'm doing hill sprints or four to five two hundreds on the track, and I get them down close to maybe like three k pace or even slightly faster, I just find tempo work far more comfortable, far more manageable. Um, don't struggle the like hold threshold so um when my and i'm gonna call it like when when my par side of things isn't in a good place um i sometimes find it difficult to like push my heart rate to a good place so i'll be like pushing and i'll look down and my heart rate will be quite low and i'll be like all confused i'll be like what's this all about you know i should be comfortable and it's it can often be a neuromuscular par thing um and not a fitness thing um So coming off the marathon, I'm going to move, basically cut a long story short, I'm going to move gym to Wednesday and Saturday, Um, and then it means that I can do strides and or hill sprints. So Monday I'll do hill sprints, Thursday I'll go to the track and I'll do some 200s, nothing crazy. They might start at 33, 34, and then I might work them down to like 30, 31, Um, and then once I can do... Let's call it, once I can do five 200s in thirty thirty one, then I'm going to be pretty confident that that side of things is in a good place. Um, and then I won't have to, like, keep, I don't have to keep pushing it forward. So, you know, then you can maybe do it every other week or blah, 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 just if you feel like doing it. So never, never move too far away from doing it, but at the same time, don't overkill it either, um, I just realized I bought some, I might put this turkey in the freezer, or no, let me cook it up, Um, I just have some extra turkey, so yeah, no, um, like I say, things are good, I've been, been, you know, I, I told you guys about this, but I've been, you know, trying to keep a note on, you know, things I'm grateful for, and, you know, things like health, and situation, and Under Armour contract, and coach, and, um things like that have been popping up and um it's just actually really interesting when you do make a bit of an effort to be not vocal because i'm not saying it out loud but when you're starting to just even take a note of things you're grateful for um, it it's just quite a nice thing so i would definitely recommend that to people um you don't have to do it because you think you're ungrateful you can just do it because it is actually quite nice to um point out some things that you are grateful for um and then on that note i've also been like making a few notes of like things i might work on that day um appreciating this more not taking advantage of this person you know thanking this person for everything they've done etc cetera, etc cetera. um it's really interesting um and and it It can be quite productive because there's things that we often think we should do and then we we never really get around to doing it, whether it's thanking somebody or, you know, knowing that somebody had been struggling with their running and so they might really appreciate you messaging and saying, hey, you want to catch up for a run and um, little things like that. Um, I think it can be really helpful. I'm just, I think this turkey might have gone bad. I think that would be a good, a clear sign of it right there. Motherfucker. I don't really know what bad turkey looks like, but not super happy with how that looks in the middle. So that's, it's cooked. So it's hard to tell with cooked stuff, you know what I mean? But looks a wee bit, yeah, November 14th sell by. So yeah, you'd really want to be eating that a bit sooner. That's a shame. Um, so instead I'm going to have bacon with my lunch. Um, so not a total disaster, but yeah, that's something I've been doing. Um, running. Running has got slowly better. Um, I, I have a little bit of an IT band issue going on. It's nothing to be concerned about. It. I just think it's good to, to express and tell people. You know, I'm I'm not superhuman. I I go through my own fair share of little niggles and little problems. And at the minute, it's the IT band's holding things back a little bit. Or I probably have. Oh, I haven't double ran yet. No double runs since Dublin um and honestly if that IT band was in a good place it's not in a bad place it's just pulling at me a little bit and then what happens is it starts pulling on the knee and you end up with like a patella tendinopathy or something that you don't want so I've been really patient with that and I'm just slowly building things back up but today will be my first double um I'm also foam rolling and keep on top of, keeping on top, sorry, of things that I can do to, um just keep it in a good place. And then I've got massage scheduled for tomorrow. And then I'm also going to get massage Thursday. So tomorrow I might even get him to spend half an hour each on each like lateral quad and IT band. It's actually my lateral quad. It's not my IT band. And, um, but yeah, I'm going to, it's an area I've had problems with in the past and, it's probably an area that I overwork. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get some treatment there. And then I've also booked, um, I know I've told you guys before about the chiropractor stroke physio in Phoenix that I drive down the mountain to go see. And, um, John has a really good eye for, um, seeing how he, he's seen me quite a lot of times now. And so if he, if I go on the treadmill and I'm running on the treadmill, he'll be able to spot things that I maybe haven't picked up on. So you might find that because I just ran two marathons, um, potentially my left leg might be trailing behind, or maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's turning in a little bit, and then that's what's causing me to overwork the lateral quad. So massage is really good for treating an area that is a little bit beat up. But I think John... Seeing John two or three times between now and Houston Marathon would be a really good thing to make sure, you know, I don't want to build all this fitness and then on race day maybe struggle because of like a left quad or struggle because my running economy isn't as good because my right hip was out of place or um, I think that's something people don't bear in mind, even though you might go through a recovery phase, it doesn't mean that, you know, one marathon, two marathons, whatever, it doesn't mean that you might not have done some kind of damage that needs assistance to reset. And so you can get back into training and you can, you can feel that you're struggling a little bit and you're like, whoa, I wonder why this is. And, you know, maybe it's just because something's not quite flowing the way that it usually does. And it's hard sometimes for us to pick that up, but someone with a good eye is usually pretty good at, um seeing that and like then they can either treat it or um like give you suggestions of how to treat it etc etc fuck this bloody avocado's minging and i'm just cutting out all the the badness i actually got food poison one day from an avocado which you wouldn't really think should happen but i can tell you that it did and i can tell you it wasn't very nice so i'm kind of a wee bit fruity when it comes to eating the darker bits of avocado just because of that bad experience. Um, but, yeah, no, like I say, um, I'm, I'm fairly happy with how things are going. Ordinarily, I'd have preferred to have already ran maybe, like, over 90 miles a week because it is less than 10 weeks to go. Um, but if we keep things in perspective, you know, I did run two marathons, which um, – I do I do often talk about there's no excuses. Um, but from a positive point of view, you'll probably find that I'm slightly fitter going into this build-up than I ever have been in the past. So maybe, you know, it doesn't really matter that I haven't really got into full training yet. Um, and, it, and it'll get there. Um, I just need to be patient and allow things to build at the speed that my body's going to allow it to build. And then maybe, you know, maybe the reason I've had a consistent couple of years with touch wood and um, very little um, serious injuries is because of my ability to ignore. I ignore the fact that there's 10 weeks to go and I focus on the fact that, you know, three weeks ago I ran Dublin or, you know, a couple of weeks before that I ran Doha. So I focus on the reality um, and the past and, and then also consider the future. And I think a lot of people look forward and don't look back. So you know, it's eight, week, eight weeks to go to a marathon, so I should be running pretty much full training, but they ignore the fact that for six weeks they've not done fuck all. And then they wonder why they get injured in like a week's time. <laughs> you know, it, it was pretty obvious. You can't go from zero to hero. Um, and a lot of people do that. I do that. We all do that. Um, so it's something to watch out for. Um, in terms of like new, you know, I always talk about like trying to add in new stuff so that I get better. Um, I'm gonna stick with my yoga um although I haven't been super proactive about it. I've only been once, twice since Dublin. Um and I should definitely be doing that at least at least once a week and you know, maybe even two or three times some weeks if um I'm I'm like you know I'm on top of training and I don't feel tired and, and you know gym starts to get more manageable and things like this. Um so yoga's gonna stay in there, gym. I'm going to be more consistent with um gym so far i've done twice a week so and that's a good thing normally in the past i talk about twice a week but then i never seem to manage that or maintain it um or i travel and then i skip it and it's it's the thing that i'm willing to um not skip but if, it, if i'm not normally willing to like miss a double run or miss a wednesday 12 mile run but gym gym seems to be that one that we're all maybe a bit like you know, oh, it's optional, but, but actually, it's not optional. And um, just like nutrition's not optional, and and these are all things that I need to really get on top of. And um, if you want to run to eleven thirty, um, the the main thing that I'm going to work on is staying in Flagstaff for um the next nine weeks. And um, you guys that follow me and you guys that know me know that it absolutely. <laughs> Rips me to pieces on a daily basis to try to stay in the one place. I probably check the airline website at least uh, four times a week to see if there's any good deals to fly home. Or um, yeah, I'm pretty bad. And then if if any if any excuse whatsoever comes up to leave, and I'll give you an example. You know, my my club were really um interested in me running the cross country for obvious reasons to help the team race. Um, And, you know, I've had the proprioceptor injury on the right side of my foot and I'm just back to Flagstaff and I've just ran two marathons. And I can tell you that my 10K fitness isn't where it needs to be to be competitive. And my cross country fitness would be a million miles away from being where it needs to be to be competitive. Um, But of course, because of the way I am, one excuse, I'm like, yep, I'll come, I'll do it. You know, I'd love to get back to Ireland. And I kind of um i needed to really sit down and think about that and um, I i am lucky to have people around me that i can bounce ideas off and every single person except for the club that i asked you know would that cross country be a good idea could we make it work could we make it fit i'd really like to make it work and fit and um yeah every single person that i spoke to kind of raised a few red flags like Potential injury and potential sickness when you do the long haul travel. Um, you know, wasn't your wasn't your main focus that you were just trying to gonna try to stay in Flagstaff for the next lot of weeks and, um, yeah. So, um, it it is you know in terms of everyone always thinks more, faster, better. Um, I'm just gonna try to structure the next ten weeks better where I get the maximum benefit from altitude, but also, um it, when I had to travel to Portland last week, you know, it, it just made the training day tougher. It's a lot harder to do a 12 mile run running gym when you're throwing in travel and airports and taxis and, you know, eating out and things like this. So, um, like I just talked about one of the big, one of the big aims is to just simplify life a little bit and not be so all over the place. And I'm hoping by doing that, you know, you might find the average mileage is a little bit higher, but just because life is simplified. Um, so it's the it's slightly higher mileage, but maybe even a reduced risk of injury and a reduced risk of um, fatigue and things like that. But I, I noticed when I was talking to Gary, the sports psychologist, it's something I've got pretty bad at. Because I'm so good at, and I'm going to call it like I'm gonna say scrambling, right? Um, and what I mean by that is, if I if I make a decision to go to London, sorry, I'm frying some eggs. If I make a decision to go to London, and I leave Flagstaff where I have a perfect setup, and I go to London, what I'm really good at is making London as good as Flagstaff. So, you know, I leave one place and then I get to the next place and I set up massage and I set up chiropractor. And I, you know, maybe set up an Epsom float bath and I do all this stuff <clears throat> almost to make up for the fact that I know for a fact that I shouldn't have left the fucking place I was in because it was working really well. But it's my own whatever you want to call it, weakness. Um I don't know, I get I get unsettled, I get really uneasy and you know, I feel like, oh I don't belong here and stupid shit like this and um, all of a sudden I abandon ship and then I've I got really good at making the new place work and, you know, and then all of a sudden maybe I race well and then it's confusing because I'm like, well, was that a good idea? Did that help? Um, I don't think there's any way of justifying long haul travel. Long haul travel will never fucking help you unless you have to do it. You know, if I'm training in Flagstaff and I need to race in Ireland or, um, So yeah, I need to stop digging holes for myself. I don't know if that's a Irish thing or you know, you guys might you guys might sort of think, should I do that too? You know, I dig holes for myself and then I've got really good at digging myself out of them. Um well that's me. You know, I dig these holes and then I do everything I can to it's a bit like letting somebody down and then being really good at making up for it. Um you know, we've all been there, we've all done that, we all do that. Um, well, I kind of do that with myself, and you know, I I leave my training base and I go to a different one, and then I scramble. I try to make it as good as I possibly can, and so I've got to stop doing that. That's one of the biggest focuses for the next um, ten weeks. If I can just stay in one place, my week is going to look something like this. I'm going to do ten miles on a Monday morning, and then I'm going to do yoga on a Monday afternoon. Then I'm going to do my hill strides. Then I'm going to do a double run. Tuesday, I'm going to do a session and then I'll probably get massage. The session will probably be fartlek or hills. Um, No run Tuesday night. Wednesday, I'm going to do one run. It's going to be between 12 and 15 miles. Um, And then I'm going to do gym on a Wednesday afternoon. Thursday is going to be the same as Monday. Friday is going to either be long tempo or short tempo, depending on which week it is, um, and they'll kind of be, if it's a long tempo, it'll be marathon-type stuff. If it's a short tempo, it'll be like half-marathon-type stuff, and the reason I think that's important in this build-up is because I've done so much marathon stuff that I've fallen a bit behind in the sort of 10K half-marathon-type stuff, so I want to bring, I did off, I did read an article about an Italian coach called Renata Canova. And he talked about you should never lose a skill. You know, if you've spent all winter building up this really good endurance, when it comes to summer, like, you should be trying to maintain what you built. And what what people often do is do a lot of threshold stuff, do hills, you know, do a lot of strength training. And then it comes to summer and they just, like, ignore the threshold. And within, like, six weeks, they probably go from having a pretty solid threshold to having a pretty shitty threshold. Um. And so I need to bring back that sort of 10K half marathon type stuff. And, and if you think about it in Ireland, sometimes it's that 10K stroke half marathon stuff that separates me from um, some of the other marathon guys. You know, it's been a while since some of the other marathon guys have ran, like 20, 30, or, you know, actually some of them have never ran that at all. Um, so, but if I, if I never work on it and I never bring it back, well, it's not a skill anymore, it was only a skill when you were able to do it, it's not a skill when you can't do it, and I don't mean any offense by that, I'm just trying to stress a point, same for those guys, you know, if they, if you're a marathon runner, and you work on your 10k fitness, and you, you improve it, and you get it to a good place, but then you neglect it, you know, you're no longer a, I don't know, you're no longer a 2930 guy if you haven't run 29:30 for two years um you've basically you've basically lost that skill um, and unless you work on it you won't get it back um, so that's going to be my general week Saturday is a very easy day I still go to the single track trails and um, just because it's good for balance and and a little bit of leg strength um, and a couple of hills and stuff like that and and then Sunday is going to build from we've already got it to 17 so we went 16 and 17. The rest is straightforward. We'll go 18, 19, 20. And then once we get to 20, we usually start adding in 20 one week, 22 the next, 20 the next week, 24 the next. Um, it's, it's fairly, I think the word might be methodical. Um, very straightforward, very simple. Usually how I fuck it up is by traveling or doing something stupid or penciling in a race that won't help the marathon. But it's my fucking fault. I can't sit still. And so I need to race or whatever. Um, Hopefully this time slightly different. Hopefully this time I don't do that. And we can just focus on um, the simple stuff. Um, The day to day, getting the training done, getting the... Oh, I'm gonna do yoga twice a week and I'm gonna do gym twice a week. So it's still quite a heavy week. Um, Hopefully it'll get up to about 100 mile a week, 105 mile a week. Yep, 10 miles Monday, 5 miles Monday night, hill sprints, um, Tuesday, fartlek or hills. And in about six weeks' time, instead of fartlek and hills, it's going to turn to specific track sessions. So you're doing like 12 to 15K on the track, and it's all at marathon pace. But I don't see the point in going to the track and trying to do that right now when I won't be able to. So that's the purpose of the hills and the fartlek. Um, And then, like I said, Wednesday, medium, long run, 12 to 15 miles plus gym. And Thursday, same as Monday. And Friday, short tempo or long tempo. What I mean by that is it could be six by a mile at half marathon would be short tempo. Or it could be three times two miles at half marathon. Um, Then on a Friday, it's going to be, first of all, I did eight mile threshold. Then I'm this week, sorry, yeah, this week I'm going to do 10 and then in two weeks time, I'll do 12 because we're doing every other week, short tempo, long tempo. And Tuesday and Friday, we'll have yoga um, just after sessions. And Sunday may have yoga if I can, I'm not going to say be bothered because sometimes on a Sunday, I'm just knackered. Um, so I'm not going to put it down as that, but um, two yoga sessions a week, two gym sessions a week, 100 to 105 miles a week, building the long runs building the thresholds. You know, the shorter tempos are going to help the longer tempos, the fartlek and hills are going to help me transition into doing pretty solid stuff on the track. Um it, it's all it's all pretty simple, it's all very basic. Um think of think of a university degree. You don't just walk into third year, you have to do you know your prerequisites, all this sort of good stuff. Running's the exact same. Um I don't know why people jump in jump in head first with a 12 mile tempo. You know, build it up, do an eight mile tempo, do a 10 mile tempo. You might even wanna do three times three miles before you jump into a 10 mile tempo, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, Help your body, guide your body to get there. Um, it just makes it a far smoother process. Um, and actually I think you absorb things better. I think the body will absorb the eight mile tempo better before it does the 10 mile one and the 12 mile one. Um, so that's the plan, that's my um that's my guide to running sub to eleven thirty. Um yeah, I gotta just do all the above, do it well, do it patiently, um and, and fingers crossed it really pays off come January. Thanks very much for listening guys.